0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Back to another episode of the Van Flip Podcast. I'm your host, Lurk. If this is your first time here, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you've been here before, welcome back. We appreciate you checking it out again. If you are listening to us on a platform where you can rate and review, we ask that you please do so. It helps us out greatly in the podcast algorithm world. And make sure you check out lambgoat.com to stay up to date on news, releases, and announcements from around the hardcore metal world. You can go ahead and follow Lamgoat on social media. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lamgoat. We also started a Twitter account for the podcast. Go follow at VanFlipPodcast podcast give us a tweet right now and let us know that you're listening to the podcast or tell us who we should have on next if you are interested in watching podcasts instead of listening all of our episodes are available to watch on the lamb goat youtube channel head over there hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell so you're notified on each and every release that we do at this time i'd like to thank our patreon supporters dylan lachlan chris and jeff Thanks for the support. You guys rock. You guys are awesome. We wouldn't be here without you. If you yourself would like to become a Patreon supporter, not only do you help improve the podcast and the show, but you also get early access to episodes before they are released, an invite to our private Discord chat, some lamb goat swag, and more. We will even shout you out on the podcast for as long as you are a supporter. Visit patreon.com slash thevanflip for more info. Oh, yeah. What's this? I feel this.
1: Oh yeah, this is. Uh...
0: Oh no! Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Lamb Goat presents the Van Flip podcast. Welcome back to the Van Flip podcast. If this is your first time here. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, if you are a Patreon supporter, we thank you, Jeff, Dylan, Lachlan, and I think the new one is Chris. Uh, we appreciate your support, uh, That your patronage, your patronage <laughs> support uh, definitely helps grow the podcast and make it better and all that good stuff. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and smash the like button. If you're not subscribed to us already, go ahead and subscribe and hit the bell so you never miss an episode or any of our lamb goat quality content. And back to the episode here. I am on my second international, uh, type podcast. Today I am joined by the lead singer, uh, for Lowe's. <clears throat> Sorry. Kadim, <laughs> Kadim France. Is it? France, or is it France?
1: It's France. Yeah, I'm France the country. Okay. Yo.
0: Yeah, uh, my that was my mom's name, so that's why I kind of know that.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Fair, fair.
0: But anyway, so how are you holding up? Uh, you guys are also dealing with this whole pandemic situation, so how, how has it been for you guys? Or, or you specifically, yeah. I should say.
1: It's it's not it's not been too bad. Um, I've been spending a lot of time with family. Now, like, obviously, being in abandoned stuff, you're away from home a lot, tolerant, so, like, I feel like this is kind of like a blessing in the skies. Like, I just started skating, like skateboarding again for the first time in, like, since I was, like, 17. And my little cousin, who's only, like, eight years old, he's just started skating with me. So, like, we're at the skate park, like, every day. That's it's cool, been man. really fun. Run. But on on band side of things, like, we're being mad productive. Like, we're, we're on Skype calls, like, near enough every day. Like, more than we ever were before this whole thing happened, really, so... I guess it's a good thing,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing, you know, it gets the band focused. There's not much else going on to distract anybody, you know.
1: Yeah, mom. I see. Yeah, uh, how about you? How how about you?
0: Uh, you know, we're dealing with it okay. I live in Florida out here in the United States, so oh, we yeah. are already like in phase 2 of reopening. Um Oh. Yeah, okay. some people are okay with that, some people aren't okay with that. Uh, you know, I've been out and about doing I I I work as well, so like I've been out and about s- uh, for the last couple of weeks. Uh I did yeah, lock but... down for a little while. There was a couple weeks there where we weren't leaving and doing much, so yeah. you know. I felt the pain.
1: Fair, fair. So yeah. yeah it's a you... weird
0: yeah, it definitely is weird. So uh you're skate, you're skating now? You're sk... uh you're trying to get back into the skating. Was it easy yeah, to take yeah. up?
1: Yeah. I mean like I don't know. I, I used to be really good when I was seventeen. Uh, but like I don't know. I, I think, I guess, as music became more of a thing, I just stopped doing anything else and just kind of like it was just tunnel vision with that one thing. But yeah, now I'm like, I can heel flip now. I can pop shove it. I can Ollie. Like, yo, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's sick.
0: That's cool. That's cool. A lot of people might hate on you for only being able to do this handful of tricks. But hey, you know, I know that's
1: what I'm saying, but hey, I bet. <laughs> I started it was when lockdown started. That's when I started skating. So I feel like I'm doing good. Yeah, I don't know how
0: how long have you been away from skating? Because you said you hadn't skated since you were 17. So yeah,
1: yes. Yeah, so literally, like, yes. Yeah, so since I was, or maybe even younger, maybe even younger. I think no, nah, no, yeah. Around 17, 18 is when I last properly skateboarded. Like, yeah, it that's It's just probably weird having this much time to myself to be able to just like do me and do whatever, you know, yeah. like things have been so hectic for us, like the past year and a bit, just like obviously writing the, the record and then touring in between the record and then having time to go away and stay. Like we stayed in, um we stayed in a cottage in, in Wales, which is like in the middle of nowhere. Like a, the nearest shop is like a 40 minute walk away. And we stayed there for like a month to try and get the album done and stuff. Awesome. Like just, just being mad busy man, but like it's nice to have this 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 breather. But at the same time, I also cannot wait to like practice again
0: yeah, <laughs> or good. like play a show. Oh yeah, yeah! Everyone's itching to do all the above. I'm 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 guaranteeing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I started trying to learn skating again as well. I have walked away from it for a long time. I was never a big skateboarder. I was more of a rollerblader. That was all the craze when I was a young cat. Oh, so. Sick. Uh, okay. I also am learning how to even kickflip, so by all means, we're going to get hated <laughs> on a lot for, for <laughs> not being as well adapted as everybody else, but hey,
1: it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. is we're the... trying, at least we're trying. Yeah, we're all here
0: getting it, I guess. <laughs> Old juice skating. You know, that's the thing on YouTube. You can look all that up, but anyway... Uh, Speaking of the the pandemic and the lockdown and everything, you guys released a record and, you know, a couple of days later you played your last show you were going to play f- for maybe what might look like the entire year. Yeah. yeah. How does that well, feel, having that record come out and then not being able to, like, play and support it, you know, play the new songs and, off
1: of it? I mean, it's good and it's bad. Like, I, it's... It's good because I'm really, I'm really, really grateful and thankful that we actually got to do a UK headline tour with the album before all this happened. Like a lot of people who came to that tour, like that was their last show before this whole thing happened. So that's mental. But at the same time, we had so much lined up for this year. Like this year was going to be crazy. Yeah. And obviously with everything that's happening, it's all kind of gone down the drain. But hey, (laughs) we got next year. Yeah. We can start again next year. Everything seems to
0: be rebooking, you know, and and being postponed for a year. Uh, Yeah, no,
1: see, there there are some things that we have planned that have been postponed, um, but, like... Is
0: the whole schedule cancelled thus far? Like, is your whole 2020 just clean slate, or do you have stuff in the end
1: still booked? There's, there's like, like one or two things. There's, like, I think there's a few festivals that are still... We we announced the festival today, actually. um, What festival is it? I'm so (laughs) bad. I'll tell They're you playing what so many be. of them,
0: you know what I mean? you got to keep track. It's hard to keep track.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's Full Force Festival.
0: Oh, yes, I saw it. Um, yeah.
1: Heaven Shall Ban, I'm on a Ghost Inside. It's going to be sick.
0: When is uh, – oh, and wait. where is that?
1: That is – Is it
0: here in the States? Because I think we're booking a little couple,
1: couple things for the end of the year. And I think it might be – I think it's a European festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in Germany. Yeah. Well, yeah. that
0: would be interesting. Do you expect a large – When uh, you you said the date?
1: apologies one sec (laughs) the date is on the um it's from the 25th to the 27th of june 2021 oh
0: right so it's for next year guys we're just getting a mad early jump on it so don't expect it to be any social distancing in effect probably by then (laughs)
1: you know what's crazy i didn't even realize that that was in 2021 i thought that was like next month (laughs) not even next month but like i didn't check the month i just saw the uh man that's crazy it's
0: all good not not as not as excited but hey you got something to look forward to next year
1: that's true that's true
0: so uh you guys i guess we'll go ahead and just crack open this uh debate about the record uh you guys released um your second release with uh sharp tone correct
1: yeah yeah second album yeah
0: yeah second full length and second full length on um Sharp Tone. Right. Sharp. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. that you were on a little indie label that you did some EPs with or or an EP I should say?
1: No, we've always been on um, Sharp Tone. We basically we re- we fit our first EP. Excuse me, um we released it on our own to begin with. Oh no, we didn't even release it on our own. Sorry. We released a music video for that EP. And then from the strength of that music video Sharp Tone emailed us mm. and it um, this is crazy, right? Because the email went to our junk mail. Spam, so Instant spam. Eric, Eric, our guitarist, um, he one day was just checking his junk mail out the blue, sees this email. And at the time, we were going to sign to another label. I, I won't mention that <laughs> label. But um, we were going to sign to them. And our manager at the time saw that email. And he was like, yo, we need to forget that other label. We need to sign to Sharpton, like ASAP. And then, uh, yeah, the rest was history. We, we, we've we released... Uh, then we released that first EP with them, and then... Um, then the Cold Sun, then it was the... We did the split EP with a band called Hold on Absence, mm-hmm. and then it... And then, obviously, I let it in and took everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that one... Uh, that's a little different than your previous records, uh, but mm. a lot of people would like to know what the, you know, progression of the band came like what where was the idea of the i mean is it even a goal of yours to change with every album or did this just happen naturally to where you know you kind of not necessarily went more melodic but went in a a different uh you know different path than like the true metalcore or not not true metalcore but metalcore like you were playing earlier in your
1: yeah well um i think i think it was kind of like two things it was like it came as a natural thing and then the other side was like fully just being like tunnel vision and not really caring about what other people will say with what we do type thing. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, like, cause it's been so long that since we released an album last, I didn't even think we'd be playing this type of music this early, if that me- makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in my head, when like at the beginning I was like, I don't know, I was like, yeah, this is where I can see the band going in the future, but I I see that, like, two, three albums down the line, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then to, obviously, over the time of us releasing The Cold Sun and maturing, I hate using the word maturing because a lot of bands say that (laughs) mature, but, like, over the years, you know, you do mature and you get into, like, different types of music or whatever, and, like, it just came natural to us. And, like, yeah, to have people be so on board with such a different style, like, is so crazy and has opened, like, so many more creative doors for us in the future. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, if this is your, and I hate to use this term, but, like, if this is your quote-unquote radio rock kind of album, <laughs> then, I mean, you know, sure. a lot of people are going to be on board for, you know, even more of that style and, you mm. know, to see where it goes from there. Uh, if this is, like, a mature uh, you know version yeah. of the band but
1: when I, when i when i do when i say that though when i say mature or whatever and like us playing like uh, more rocky poppy songs or whatever we're always still going to be loved you know what i mean so if we want to just write i who says in the future we might just have an album where it's just straight heavy mm-hmm. like straight heavy heavy do you know what i mean it's literally whatever we're feeling in the moment there and then so yeah well, i
0: should also preface it because, you know, someone might not have heard your album. We shouldn't go off and just say that the album is radio rock and not heavy at all. So, uh, actually, when I heard the album, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm sure you get this quite a lot already with, uh, with the new album, but it definitely bears resemblance to another heavy, groovy, sexy type band. And that would be Deftones. Mm-hmm. So like when I first heard your album, I wasn't even, you know, prepared for that sound to come out and then instantly Mm -hmm. i was like oh wow it's like a death core version of the death tones and um, uh yeah it's really i mean like so for someone who's listening to this and hasn't listened to your album i would definitely say go check it out because it is heavy it is is heavy even if it is uh the sexy clean vocals part i you know i don't want to say like singing (laughs) part but there's there's some major grooves in there there's some major you know uh toss back to like the Deftones kind of airy melodic sound so like yeah it's on my list of like top albums for the first quarter I think so it, oh, okay. it definitely is key it definitely is a key listen for the year for sure
1: oh wow thank you so much man oh, thank one, you yeah.
0: about it. oh. so it's not, it's not like a, a sissy record or anything like that you know what I mean it definitely has <laughs> it definitely has some heavy parts but you know you do showcase a little bit more clean vocals on this record yeah. and, and everything so How was that, like, when when you brought that idea up in the band and everything like that? Was that a plan to maybe uh, not capture a different, broader audience, but, like, was it just something that you guys planned on, or did it just kind of happen?
1: Not not so much planned. Uh, I mean, like, when I said earlier about this type of music, I only seen us playing that, like, three albums down the line. It's just because it's so far away from what we originally were as a band. But, um,. It literally, it just came naturally, it got to the point where us, when we were writing the new album, where it was like, we were just writing, writing, constantly, just banging out new songs, new songs, to the point where it was like, when we sat back and listened to it all, it was like, this is, I don't know, we don't want to like, I'm trying to think where I'm going with it, like, it only made sense to just, I don't know, release it how it is, as opposed to like, keep to one style, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Like you just kept sense? It, it just kept coming out regardless.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, especially for, like, singing and stuff like that, it weren't even, like, that thought. It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to be singing for the first time ever. It was like we had songs that obviously weren't going to have screaming on it. And then it was just like, yeah, go on. <laughs> Do your thing type yeah. thing. you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, it's definitely... Uh... Again, it is it, it works perfectly in this in this album. Um, you know, I let it in and took everything. Where did the uh where did the title come from? What did you let in and what did it take? I mean it took everything, but
1: um everyone in the band kinda has their own sort of meaning for it. But um for me, I like to think of it as like the it kind of being the world in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's that kind of sounds depressing, but it's just kinda like for me it's like a comment on uh the 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 foundation of the band, the beginning, and where we came from, and everything, and then obviously the, our first album getting released, everything that happened in between that, how that changes as people, like how we sacrificed so much for the music, like really like prostrated ourselves to the music, if that makes sense, and then like yeah, just the sacrifices that were made, and then coming out on the other side of that, and like realizing it's this is where I'm, exa- this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, type thing. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's 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 what it means for me. Oh, okay. Um, submit- yeah, we're very like open for impote- interpretation, type band. Like whatever you feel, if it, it does for you, then that's what it does for you, type thing.
0: I assume we're going to get that uh, answer later on when we get to the user-submitted uh, questions. Some people have some exact songs that they would like to know what you're kind of, you know, what you're referencing. But we'll yeah, get to that yeah. later on in the in the podcast. Um, sure. So you guys were holed up for a month. Uh, were you writing the record the entire time, or did you kind of have ideas and songs completed before you kind of, like, shack up in Wales?
1: Um, well, for one, the, the album didn't get finished in that month that we were there. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we, we were originally, when we, I think, a few months before we went to the cottage, um, we started writing at our, um, our bassist house, Faisal, um, Faisal, our bassist house. Uh, we started with, first song we wrote was Aggressive Evolution. And um, from then on, like, literally it was just kind of like, meet up every now and again. Eric would write a song, message to the group, be like, yo, check this sort of writ, Then we'd all kind of like chime in, do our thing to it. And then we kind of like built up a decent catalogue of demos through doing that and then went into the um the studio into Wales to just like kinda just go in on everything a bit more, you know, being together and stuff and living together practically and just kinda living and breathing the album for a month. But um it still didn't get done. <laughs> it didn't get done, funnily enough, until um the album got fully done and submitted when we were in Japan last year. Okay, which was I trying to find what month that is.
0: Did you record in Japan, or did you just like were you, you're on tour and didn't get? No, it, it was it
1: was it was a mixed and mastered while we were we were out there in. Okay, in Japan. but your
0: recording parts were basically
1: done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we were even even like it got to the point where because um, we did the whole album ourselves. And um, I mean, it got mixed and mastered by someone else, but like in terms of like recording and everything, we did that whole thing ourselves. So like. There was times when before we got it mixed and mastered by someone else when we we were literally on tour on the road mm-hmm. had um, eric had his computer um everything on the on the road as soon as you get to the venue set up in the green room and he just start mixing going <laughs> to stage off stage go right back to it uh,
0: so he's doing like, it yeah he's doing it along the road did well you guys um well you definitely you went into a studio so uh sharp tone i must have they paid for that obviously and then um yeah. Do you guys have a producer on the record and everything like that? Or is it just you guys going in there?
1: Um it was it it, it was Eric pretty much on the whole like recording side it was just Eric between Eric Faisal and Sean and Connor even. Um but it was mixed and mastered by Yen Ah, uh, fuck. See, I'm so bad with all of this. I'm yeah. like, oh, where's the member? I am honestly just like... I think it's Jens Bogen. I think that's how you say his name.
0: Right. Well, it's in the Yeah. You have the note, so, you know, you're, you're at least you're trying.
1: Yeah, true that, true that.
0: <laughs> But you guys and recorded yeah, no, it yourself. I was that's saying, um,
1: yeah, yeah, it was a task. It was a... I mean, a, not a lot of the responsibility was on my back. It was more Eric and... Um, and Faisal and everyone but like it honestly it felt there was a lot of moments when it felt like the album was never gonna get done do you know what i mean
0: <laughs> was that because just because like when it just took a long time or like was that something that maybe you wish you had like an an exterior person like a producer or someone that could like yeah
1: you know yeah no definitely like we've learned a lot from doing this on our own and just like yeah i think it was 50 50 of like having so much responsibility on our back, but then also because we're the ones doing it and we haven't got, like, someone else kicking us up the ass telling us what to do. <laughs> we naturally just got lazy with things, you know right, what I mean? Right. But, um, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't. I can't <laughs> see us doing that again at any time.
0: Yeah. No, you, you, maybe uh, you'll get, like, some Ross Robinson treatment or something like that in the next record, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll be fucking... So,
0: how, how bad are you itching to get out there and play some of these songs? I mean, like... How does how does the the you know, the cancellations of everything, the lockdown, the pandemic and all that stuff, how does that kind of change your set list ideas for when you can? Because obviously, you know, mm-hmm. the new album have been out for months, maybe even close to a year, unfortunately, yeah. you know. And yeah. who knows, between this time and now you may have new material that you've put out since then too, a single or whatever. Yeah um yeah but how does that change like what songs you'll want to play when you get back out there like a full cd set list or something
1: yeah no most definitely um we we had an idea of playing the album in full but then we were like fuck that (laughs) (laughs) so but like we we originally obviously we had our set list for our first uk tour and our headline uk tour for the album sorry but um since then we've kind of just like done like little instagram things like oh you know what's your favorite song of the album like what song would you like to hear live mm-hmm. and we've just kind of like looked at whatever ones are the most popular and pretty much like most of the ones that are popular are the songs that we want to play anyway so it hasn't really affected things as as much but like i could definitely see by the time we play shows again us having new songs to play live like yeah. new new songs yeah, to play more like
0: than the ones you just released a couple
1: months ago yeah which is so crazy <laughs> so
0: <laughs> shit happens fast you know what i mean especially when you're not doing much uh because it's it's kind of crazy that the album's been out you know almost three months at this point so
1: yeah how's it That's been
0: a... how's the reception been even though you're kind of you know holed up and and you're you know you're in the uk uh do do you it, do you notice a better reception than previous releases, or do you notice that your band maybe getting more uh, attention now?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I still I still feel like we are nowhere near where I want us to be. Um, but like I feel like I'm probably never going to be satisfied in that like <laughs> whole thing. But um, I yeah I can I feel like I don't know we've kind of established ourselves a lot more in like the scene. Like I feel like I'm genuinely a part of the scene now like a lot of bands that I like grew up listening to or like would look up to a lot when I was younger and now like either like friends of mine or like into our band you know what I mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like that's really cool but then also just like just yeah I, I just I can just really feel how much this album's done for us already and the fact that we've not toured it properly yet is proper oh. like mind blown it's so crazy so i can only see it getting bigger and better after lockdown really
0: yeah uh and that, I, that kind of is a bummer that you you guys had a schedule planned for the year obviously and uh, uh, not to bang the load the drum any more than i probably can but uh it just seems like with this release you know and again i, I hate saying that it's so different than the previous releases because it's not necessarily it's just you know a, a, a more grown uh maybe a little bit more experimental than what you're kind of had. previously yeah, put yeah, out. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, you may have just been putting out stuff you wanted to put out, not what you thought you had to put out kind of thing. But mm. yeah, it'll be cool once you guys can start playing and then, you know, obviously face to face interactions and then, you know, yeah. get over here to the States and everything like that. Cause you know, only the five lucky <sighs> shows that you Whoa, had before. Um,
1: <laughs> it shouldn't to get to America. You have no idea how much I want to be there. Like that's what I'm saying. I like since we released this album, as well, we've realized like how much of a fan base we actually have, like in America. Like, it's actually wild. I think it's, I think it's a bigger, I think it's bigger than the UK. Oh, our, yeah. our fan base, our, our fan base is bigger in America than it is here, well, we have which most is wild. In Livia,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Obviously, yeah, that makes sense. But like, <laughs> just that as a concept to me is so wild. Like, it's a whole <laughs> different country. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It just kind of sucks to see that uh, what you know what could have happened, what could have been mm. had the album came out, the plans happened. I'm sure you're on some really good festivals in the UK and probably over yeah. in the states that you're you know you're not going yeah. to take
1: advantage of. But as I said, a lot of things are being rescheduled and stuff, so it's just totally yeah.
0: It just sucks to put on waiting. hold. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, but I I feel like I feel like once this is over, shows are going to be so crazy. Like I feel like it's gonna—I don't even know. Not that I know, knew, or know what it was like to be at a show in the nineties, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's what it's gonna feel like. If that makes sense?
0: Yeah, as Do long you know as they get. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be crazy.
1: I—I uh, I don't think anyone's going to be on the phones, but maybe that's just me being too hopeful. And hey, much, you know like,
0: what? Actually, kadim that is a good—that's a good point. Maybe that is what—that is what changes how people attend shows. Maybe they're going to be like, Hey, you know what? I re- I regretted it when I, I took it for advantage and I didn't have it mm-hmm. for a year. Or so, so let me put my dumb phone down, you know, maybe that'll happen.
1: That's it. That's it. I, do you know what I want to try doing? I mean, obviously, I don't know. it probably be a, a bit weird, but like, I can't remember who it was. I think Dave Chappelle I was did say, this. do a Dave
0: Chappelle thing and take everyone's phones. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. When he got everyone to put the phones in. I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching how sick that would be. Like It'd be pretty cool bro, for a, a band. Big. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd actually attended one of those Dave Chappelle shows, and uh, it it doesn't necessarily, uh, you don't really, un- I mean, it doesn't bother. It didn't bother me the entire time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd go in there to watch the show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It only makes it.
0: So, are, have you guys gotten annoyed, or do you take it as a as a you know a good thing when people revert to you as sounding like the Deftones or comparing you to the Deftones?
1: Um, I feel like to have such an to be compared to such an iconic band like Deftones, <laughs> like I I I've got no problem with that whatsoever. The only problem I do have is like when people compare parts and songs that sound absolutely not unlike Deftones. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, what well, bro, where are you getting this from? <laughs> like But but like, I don't know, for example, there was this one there was this one I think it was a reaction video. Shout out to the guy who did the reaction video, like really sick. But um I think it was Aggressive Evolution. And like as soon as the riff kicked in, it was like shh boom dead He's like Death Tones. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that sounds nothing like death Tones, like what? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it definitely uh
0: there are, it took me a couple songs to, uh, it took me to get into a couple songs to really be like, okay, yeah, I can, I mean, definitely the spacey and the airy, slower parts, uh, mm. that have a lot of groove to them, definitely a reminiscent mm. of that. But, um, I tell you, when I put it on, I had to listen to it again, almost right away. So. Gee. <laughs> Did you guys make your cover art as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was um, gonna get into when I was talking about Japan. Um, I still didn't find out what month it was that we were over there. Give me one sec, sorry. Um, but basically, when we were in Japan, we went to a place called Team Lab, and um, that's like it's basically like it's kind of like a art showroom thing that you, mm-hmm. you, you like walk through it. You take your shoes off before you go in, and um, there's like a bunch of different rooms that you go through and each one has a different theme and, like, different lights, different, like... It's it's just different showrooms. And, um, originally, Faisal just went there on a whim just to, like, go check it out before we came home. And then, uh, the day he went there, he literally messaged everyone, like, guys, we need to all go here. Mm -hmm. He was like, we need to take the album, like, photos here for the album artwork. And at first, we were like, that's a bit... You're jumping the gun a bit there. (laughs) And then we went... And we're like, "Yo, nah, this is this is it, literally, this is it." But yet, it was in. It was in. Ah, oh, give me two seconds, sorry. Take your time. Uh, 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 uh. It was around in November that we were in. Okay. Or Were we not November? It was October. Sorry. Yeah, around October. So that in October was when the album was like fully submitted. And like to think how not long ago that was <laughs> is mad.
0: Yeah. But, hey. It took a lot of work to but get yeah, to we, that um, point and then you, you know, it's it does, it goes by really quick afterwards.
1: Literally. But yeah, we um we did we did the album art, the album artwork there. Um literally it was all done pretty much by um, Faisal, our our bassist. Okay. He pretty much done all of it. Which was like a mad a huge step for him because he'd literally never done anything like that before. So yeah. We have a thing for just kinda like jumping in on we thing in thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we have a, a bit of a knack for that, but it is well, what it is.
0: You gotta have a little bit of that to be somewhat successful. You know, you can't always be so reserved and, and worry about what everyone will think. Cause you know what, if you did that, you may not have had uh, the album you had and obviously the
1: artwork. So exactly. exactly. And I feel like, I feel like a lot of bands can get trapped in that sometimes, like, especially like in, in the position that we were like bringing a second album out. Like it's so easy to just get in the mindset of like, it has to be like the previous album. Otherwise people are not going to like, you, you know what I mean?
0: Enjoy it or like just, it or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just didn't... We just didn't want to fall into that, like, at all.
0: Um. So what were you guys listening to in the last year and a half prior to, you know, the, the writing and recording? Like, what were your influences as far as from this writing period to any of the previous writing periods? And... Um, I'd say, like... Like, were you reverting back to your um, old roots, or were you trying to, like, listen to new stuff as well and try to get new ideas?
1: A bit of both, really. Like, um, I've I've always listened to, like, grime and stuff like that. It's, like, artists, like, like Skepta. Mm
0: -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the artists. Slow Tie. Like, their, like, rawness and, like, their energy, like, the way they deliver, like... The way they they deliver their vocals like is a really big inspiration on me and always has been, and that like was evident a lot in the album. But then also, um, listen to like a lot of Radiohead and like 1975 even, mm-hmm. and of course uh, Deftones, like Sugar. <laughs> I've got like a I've, I've actually got a list of like artists that we all listen to. Well, this is more it. artists I was listening to. Um, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, so l Sweatshirt and um, Robert Glasper, uh, Talib the Creator, um, a Tribe Called Quest, Erica mm. Badu, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Puma Blue, really good one. But um, like Kendrick Lamar has always been like a massive influence on like the band, like more more specifically me and Eric. How, yeah just how, the way he like so
0: in general just the vocal delivery and the, the in the cadences so, and stuff or more more the
1: way more the way his albums flow like i feel like um especially to pimple butterfly and um uh good kid mad city mm-hmm. they they're almost both concept albums and it, it feel the whole thing feels like a consistent story you know yeah and like that that's always like when you listen to that album you feel you feel like you're in a universe. You're in that universe, you know what I mean? Kind of like a movie of that. You're watching like, a movie but listening to it. Exactly, yeah, and that's that's the vibe that we've always wanted to like put across with our music and yeah, that's a really big influence.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Kendrick, so I I agree.
1: <laughs> yeah. Goat. Yeah,
0: uh, he's pretty he's pretty good. And I agree that those those two albums are probably my favorite. Uh Man City and Inter- Independent Butterfly um anyway yeah. you guys haven't toured the states yet right that this was your this was your album to come uh jump over the nope. pond so they speak or... um, we've
1: actually we've actually toured um uh toured america once before ah but um that was a while ago now that was in like 2017 and uh, we also played our first show in america was um i, th- I think it was in like 2016 it we played off fest mm, okay and um, yeah, that was that was like our first ever time in in the states, and then the second time, obviously, was the the, uh, the tour was with it was us, Wage War, Varials, Gideon, and Ocean Ate Alaska.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that was, that was a great yeah. lineup there. Um, so, speaking of tours, since we're not touring now, what are some of your like ideal tours if you could create one? Would you guys be headlining the tour or would you guys be opening, you know, an opening act? And what would be the ideal yep. lineup for you guys? Or you specifically?
1: All right. Um okay, I'm going to go I'm going to do two. I'm I'm going to and I'm going to do three actually. Okay. First one is going to be Heavy Buns. I'd love to tour with Code Orange. Whether that be opening or a headline, and <laughs> I'd love to tour with Vane. I'd love to tour with um, Radiohead would be insane. Uh, who else? I'm going to look at my artists again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, all those bands seem like very doable. Even Radiohead, I could see it like as a weird, strange opener. You know, like Tool and really? big bands like that have strange okay. young bands sometimes. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah, Lotha. I
0: mean, I'm sorry. Vane Vain and... Uh, in code Orange. I feel like that's already a lineup that you guys probably haven't announced yet.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like I feel like you guys have already had that tour planned out. I feel like that's not a hard tour to probably get together. You guys all together, you know?
1: I mean, I absolutely love to. That would be my dream tour.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Anyone listening? When when stuff gets back
1: open, you know. What? <laughs> um, who else? Uh, have you ever heard of a band called Static Dress?
0: No, I have not personally.
1: Oh my god! You should listen to them. They are really good. Okay. One of my like ones at the moment, and they're also really good friends of ours. So, Static that's a Dress, bonus.
0: I will have to. Uh, I'll have to check that out.
1: Have you ever heard of a band called Candaria? Yes, I I recently. It's like an I older band, though, right? It's a it's a what?
0: It's an older band, correct?
1: Yeah, it's an older band. Yeah, okay. The reason I found them out was um I watched this video. Uh, there's this guy YouTuber. I can't remember his name, but he does videos like uh what killed metalcore or like
0: oh the Why, punk rock what, NBA.
1: Yes, that's him. Um, he did a video that was like five metalcore bands that should have been way bigger, mm-hmm. and Candaria were one of them.
0: Yeah, and I, I like for Back the, the mouth
1: this time was blown away.
0: Yeah, they're, like, they're, so sick. It's definitely a cool. They're definitely a cool band. I remember. Yeah, I definitely remember them from way back when in the early uh, metalcore days, for sure.
1: So you have um, some slow I'd,
0: ones or, or light bands, I guess.
1: Lighter ones, I'd say. Flying Lotus and mm. um, who else? They, it probably would not work at all, but elsewhere Sweatshirt. Um, who else? Damn. There's, there's another one. Uh, 1975. I don't, I don't know if that I don't think that would work, but that uh, yeah, would be...
0: I don't, I don't exactly think that would plan out as <laughs> good as the other ones would have. But hey, uh, I'm sure there's a festival where you guys could both
1: get on, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And what else? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all out to artists.
0: <laughs> Those are some good ones, though. And again, I think yeah, no. I think the heavy ones are very doable.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Now, like Sugar as well would be sick. Yeah, for the heavy ones, that would be insane. But yeah, flying Lotus to me is just like to tour with them would be insane. I I also feel like we obviously you haven't seen us live, but like we are really big with like theatrics and stuff. Like, oh cool, we have like TVs on stage which sounds lame, but when you see it, it's really cool, I promise. Um, yeah, no, I get <laughs> it. Has, it. Like, it has, like, footage that we've shot ourselves and stuff on, and then, like, uh, even down to, like, our last uh, headline tour that we just did, we had lights, like, programmed to the music for the first time ever, and it, like, really just felt like a sick show because of that. But um, I feel like uh, Flying Lotus. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his live videos, but he yeah. is like big in theatre like all the stuff that he's got going on live is like what inspires us a lot. Like I really I want to get to that level mm-hmm. of like a show. Yeah, you know pre- what I mean?
0: Performance wise and it's uh, yeah. very theatrical and yeah there definitely is a an experience is a good word to mm-hmm. call that because you know you have the visuals and the audio and then there's just the environment in general. Uh you know, all yes. plays a role. Um, God, I was just thinking about something to ask you, when we were talking about all that. Now,
1: I'm so good. sorry, No,
0: yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. So you got some nunchucks hanging up behind you. I just, I've noticed that all, all. Uh, oh yeah. Call. <laughs> do you do you partake in some nunchucking, or do you have any kind of?
1: You See, I can't even really use them. They're just there for uh, for show. Show the ladies. Like I can do the thing where you're like. You do that, as far as I go, and even then I end up hitting myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of those videos end up online of guys getting hit in the nuts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, legit. I'm not trying to be...
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I don't want to keep you up too late, because you are hours ahead of me. What time is it there?
1: Um, It is, it's 20 to 2 in the morning.
0: Oh, wow, it's not as late as I thought, so that's good at least. But, um, yeah, man, so what are some things because you guys are a newer band, uh, not necessarily a newer band, but you guys are getting a lot of love and attention right now. What are some things like a younger band could do to maybe help them along the way that you guys have learned the hard way?
1: Um, I'd say, like, honestly, tunnel vision. And when I say that, I mean, like, just don't watch other bands. Like, if, you, if you're sitting there and watching a band, like, oh they just done this and everyone loves it. And that means I should do that now. Like, no, just do you like whatever you, whatever ideas you have are good enough to get you where you need to be. As long as you believe in it and you have a right team around you that are all on your wavelength and you can like, you just need to build a solid foundation and know where exactly where you want to go. And like, that, that's honestly, that's worked for us. Like, that's how it's been, like, from day one. Like, literally, all, all the things, near enough all the things that we've done as a band are things that me and Eric, from when we were, like, 17, we used to, like, go on long walks and just talk about all the things that we wanted to do. And we're, like, slowly just ticking off everything off the list. Like, so it literally is kind of like a, in a way, kind of like a manif- manifestation thing. But I don't like to, like, get all deep with that because some people are, like... If you think about it, every day it will happen. But it's like right. you also need to put the work in as well, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to put it out yeah. there though, too, because then your mindset changes slightly a little bit. So it's yeah, more, no, that's true. That you're more true. poised to follow through. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of team, you you said that you you know, uh, Fayez did the artwork. You guys do you shot a lot of the footage. You guys used your uh, for your shows with yourselves. What? How mm. big is the Loathe team? Is it just the band, per se? Or do you guys have, like, a management? Or, and, you know, who creates um,
1: content? Now that I think about it, we actually have a massive team. <laughs> well, they're all genuine friends. Like, none of it is just, like, oh, we need this, that, or, we, or the other. Let's just go on the internet and find it. Mm-hmm. It's been, like, genuine connection. Like, for example, like, little things. Like, the guy, guy who does our merch, a really good friend of ours, his name's Josh um I met him at a gig um, and he's he's um he's Indian and he? he's half Indian half black so like when I seen him at a show I was like oh sick another like person of <laughs> colour and we made that connection and then now he's our merch guy like originally he was coming to our shows and now he's just on our team
0: yeah.
1: and like we have that connection and then who else? Zach, who's our tour manager, and um, he's a really Like, I've known him for years. Like, I used to live with him when I was living in Manchester a while ago. And then, um, who else? We have Mark, who does our, he's our photographer. He he was on our our last UK tour. We literally, we met him kind of similar to Josh. He came to one of our shows and he was, like, a really big fan of, like, our aesthetic and, like, our vibe and everything. And he took photos for us one time. And um, we met him on the day. was like, yo, he's cool. We chilled with him and everything. He took the photos. The next day, we saw the photos that he took and were like blown away. We were like, this guy. Do you know what I said about people being on your wavelength? We were like, this guy's on to what we're on to. So then from then on, we just kind of built that relationship. And yeah, that's how that's always how it's been with us. Like, if it's not organic, then we don't want to be involved with the type thing.
0: That's cool. Is is working with Sharp Tone an organic kind of vibe too? I mean, obviously they sought you out after the video and everything like that, so that seemed mm. to be an organic uh kind of just happenstance. But uh working with them and you know this is your second record. Do you plan on like staying with them because they do seem to be kind of like the metalcore quote unquote label right now? They they have a yeah. lot of good things going for them.
1: Yeah, no, most definitely. Like they they are being so like amazing with us having as much creative control of over everything that we have, like, cause that's always been a big thing for us. Like most 90% of the things we do are in-house and like, even down to like how we caption photos, like how we caption things and everything has to be a specific way. And like Sharptone have always like trusted us in knowing what to do best for the band, like how we're going to be, be perceived. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm really, really grateful for that because I know, there's a, lot of band, there's a lot of labels out there, sorry, that are kind of like very controlling and have like a lot of control over what bands do creatively and stuff like that. So I'm just, yeah, happy to have that freedom.
0: Yeah, so you guys are going to probably stick with them for a little bit, right? You don't want to step away from all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, of course, of course. They've done so much for us, like. <laughs> were,
0: were they aware that you guys were going to take this different approach with this record? And if they weren't aware... How was their reception when you initially gave
1: it to them? Um, they they were they were always on board with it. like, okay, the first half before we ventured into more like lighter songs. Were, well, I don't know. At the same time, we always, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird like. Okay, we finished the album, and um. Or were, we they just like,
0: were they just like, oh, this is good. Thanks, guys. And did they not say anything? Or No,
1: that's, that's what I'm saying. We, when, we, when we first submitted it, they sent it back and were like, we feel like this might not be done yet. And I don't know whether that – I think that was maybe because they obviously heard how much we've, like, changed and stuff and were like, oh, this is a bit, like, risky type thing. I don't know. Like, maybe you should add some more this, some more that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So – we were just like okay fine let's just write a few more songs or whatever don't let's not try and like oh they said this so we need to write this or whatever we just did our thing and then sent it back and they were like this is like it i don't know that sounds like i was that sounds like i'm saying they were like not into it but they were into it they were just a bit like scared because obviously it's a massive leap but then now to have the album out they're like wow we couldn't have Expected this to go any better. Like yeah. this is this is kind of like the um, the proven point, like the point that proved that what we were doing was right was like when we released Two Way Mirror because we released that as a, like one of the first singles. Right, right, right. And like I, bro, I was so nervous to release that song. <laughs> like I remember, I remember the day we did the video for it, and uh, me and Eric walked home. Um, from the town centre towards like mine and um we were both just like we were terrified. We were like what what are people gonna think? Like obviously like when we were creating it we didn't have them thoughts. We were just like fuck it, just write whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when it's done and it's like oh okay now this is actually gonna get released now it can it can send your head a bit like west. But um yeah, no, once once two A mirror was released it just confirmed everything that we'd been originally thinking. So
0: Oh, yeah, cool. and then to
1: have, to have Chino share it as well. Yeah. It was wild. Well, That I mean, was, was you, crazy.
0: We got to get that tour lined up.
1: <laughs> Yo.
0: Maybe get you on the, uh, Gor- the Gorgia Pop- Poppy tour, you know? The, yeah. Next year, because it's, it's, they, they switched it up. But, now yeah. it's next year, you
1: know? Yeah. No, that would be incredible. I'd absolutely love that. that I'm, would I'm sure you guys
0: will, will definitely meet in the near future, if not play together. I mean... You know, I'm of,
1: trying to smoke with them. I'm trying to smoke with that. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> let's go.
0: Well, uh, when you get over here to the states and you guys come in my to my area, we'll we'll meet up for for that as well. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, man, well, let's go. I'm keen. I'm keen.
0: Well, cool. uh, that being said, I guess is there anything else that you guys or you I should say want to either plug or you know shout out or anything like that before we kind of wrap it up?
1: And. Um, yeah, I'm always bad with this cuz when when I think about it, I don't know what to say and then afterwards I'm like, oh, I should have said this. But honestly, only thing I can think of now obviously is the album like, yo, if you've not listened to the album, listen to the album. It it will, I'm sure you will find something there that you're looking for, whether it be heavy, whether it be light, whether it just be some instrumental madness like check it out and let me know what you think. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's definitely worth a listen. I, like I said earlier, it's definitely, it was surprising. And I actually told a friend yesterday about you mm. guys. And I was like, hey, you like the you like Deftones, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, we'll check this band out. And he's like, well, if you're comparing them to that, then, you know, that's a, a high mark to compare someone to, blah, blah, blah. And mm. then literally a couple hours later, he came back around and was like, I'm on my second listen through of the album. So,
1: wow, yeah.
0: It's definitely palatable, you know what I mean? And again, yeah. it has a little something for everybody.
1: Mm, that's it, that's it. Yeah, man. Well,
0: I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man, and uh, hopefully we can do one of these in the near future uh, in person. Uh, I would yes. Just, I'd love to meet you guys. I definitely would love to see you guys play. That'd be really dope. Uh, but yeah, man. Absolutely. Again, thank yeah, you for, for joining us, and stay safe while you're out there.
1: I will do, man. Thank you so much for having me, and you stay safe, too. Safe, man. Oh! Ah!